brand myself into more than a few tizzies trying to get. And there is (laughs) multiple tizzies. That's my autobiography name. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 161, the Beaverhead Climax episode. This week, very happy to have on the podcast Landon Gray. Landon is a musician and songwriter from West Jefferson, North Carolina, although he moves around quite a bit. He's a little hard to a little hard to keep track of, to be honest with you. He's released two EPs and 19 singles. The most recent EP is called A Brief Cosmic Cinematic Experience. Most of his songs are self-recorded and self-produced, but uh, you can't really tell. Unless you really like that sound, in which case it comes through loud and clear. You can search Landon Gray on all of the streaming apps to find his music, or check the show notes for links to all of his stuff and his social media. He does a lot of really cool videos and a lot of other stuff on his social media, so make sure to check that out. Here is Landon Gray. Aside from like trying to lean into this narrative I was forming in my head uh, about, you know, 
let me back up the the whole the whole album the whole project itself. that was the quickest backup you're halfway yeah, through, no, yeah. halfway no, through your think, first sentence and, yeah. um and so i guess let me start uh let's see um i feel like to talk about one of these songs i need to give a brief kind of overarching uh explanation of the whole album because they fit so intricately mm-hmm. in my mind together and uh so the project it's called a, a brief cosmic cinematic experience and which is just a fancy way of saying life um mm-hmm. just like a brief kind of uh musical uh to the experiences one might go through uh and so in happenstance you know, aside from trying to lean into this narrative of, you know, finding yourself, of coming into your own, you know, of some of these more, I guess, developmental experiences that you can kind of go through, uh, especially of my age. I'm, you know, I'm a couple of years shy of 30 and I'm figuring out a bunch of stuff all the time and uh, learning from my own experiences. So aside from that and, you know, uh, word choice convenience i i need to probably start out by explaining happenstance by uh apologizing to my mother um, for using uh you know a more kind of uh satanic uh language but uh but the and i saw i'll jump right into that the demonic kind of entity in the song happenstance uh kind of alludes to this manifestation of anxiety and really just how deliberate, deliberating, debilitating it can be. Um, there's been moments in my life where I've just been crippled by anxiety and depression. Uh, but luckily, I've gotten to a place where I can recognize that and recognize that demon, you know, mm. quote unquote, and see that for what it really is, if that makes any sense. Hopefully it does. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, a tongue-in-cheek kind of commentary on, you know, these old-timey notions around mental health also about, you know, you know, people used to just, you know, claim that a lot of mental illness was like demonic possession or that something was wrong with you. And and really it's not. I think everybody um, experiences anxiety or, you know, um, it, it just any sort of those kind of symptoms of, you know, we all, we all have to keep our mental health in check. And I think that's really important. And that's really kind of what happenstance came from, but the, the recording of it um, is a little bit, is a little funny. Um, And it kind of goes back to the whole project. Uh, I didn't set out to write any of these songs. I didn't set out to, record a project or record this project I had none of these songs in mind um except for one and uh it was around i think early july uh, my cousin evan uh he came up to visit me and we love to go thrifting and go to mm-hmm. goodwills and all this kind of stuff and um and he's a big you know uh, vintage reseller and uh shout out gbg and uh but uh he was uh, going through cds at this goodwill and found a copy of uh smashing pumpkin sami's dream and uh and he's like this is such a great album and like the t-shirts now are just crazy expensive and we were talking about that and 
I went to, and uh, after he left, I went back to that same Goodwill and found another copy for myself and uh, listened to that one day riding around straight through. I'd never, I'm, I guess, you know, kind of late to the party, but I'd never heard that album. And uh, it's not, it's typically not something I listen to, but uh, it just, I don't know, it like scratched some sort of itch uh, and it it motivated me it inspired me to just come home and practice my scales i don't I, like i have no i i really don't know how to play the guitar honestly and um and so I, as i was working on my scales just kind of messing around i had a a beat going in garage band a drum loop and that i'd smashed together to and made and Luckily, I just struck those two chords there, that opening riff of happenstance, and somehow moved up the neck and found that uh, melody and slowly just kind of layer by layer, you know, started out with that, finished out the drums, um, then added, you know, a uh, a rhythm guitar, a bass, uh, and, and then the vocals. And like, you're, you're, uh, playing all the, all the instruments on this, on the album. Yeah. Yeah. All of them I did myself and I record right here where, where we're doing this is, uh, is where I recorded the album and, um, all my songs and, uh, sitting there and, you know, layering this track piece by piece. And, you know, I, as I'm going, words are kind of slowly coming out of the track itself and and start hearing kind of phrases like little banshee or you know something like that so i have banshee and so i'm i'm trying to play into this kind of narrative now of you know kind of tapping into some of the more quirky sides of my personality i really like the ghost adventure show i mm. love uh you know anything kind of uh, spooky and uh, my birthday's on the day before Halloween. So I think it comes natural and uh -huh. <laughs> it comes honest. And, uh, and so I, I had Banshee and uh, then I went to paranormal activity and it, I couldn't say it. And I, I you'll hear it. I, I stumble all over my, my own tongue over and over again. And I couldn't say paranormal activity in that slot. And so, but I could say demonic entity. Huh. <laughs> and, and so just out of that word choice convenience, you know, uh, happenstance just came, you know, it just, it, it, it was there after about, you know, 10 hours or so, uh, just hunt me hunched over the computer all day. And, uh, and I record, I played, uh, recorded and mastered it all in the same day and uh like all the rest of these songs for the most part and uh that that kind of that writing style and recording style you know carries over to each basically each one of these songs and and most of my songs in general yeah so you record all you record all this at home uh, about how long did it take you to record the the whole album the whole thing it probably took me um started around like the 4th of July and uh, about three weeks later I was done. Oh, okay. Whole thing. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I feel like Newsflash may be one that's pretty on the nose um, as far as kind of what I'm trying to say. Uh, I feel like Newsflash for me is just this kind of internal scream that I've been feeling that something's got to give kind of within just our society, our, you know, communities, our, you know, our friendships, our relationships that there just seems to be something wrong, you know, with how we treat each other and how we're thinking of each other. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like, you know, uniquely in America, in the United States, this is kind of me getting on some sort of soapbox, but we're constantly, I feel like we're constantly being pitted against each other and being sold some ideas and things that maybe aren't exactly in our best interests mm. as a collective species, um, as stewards of the earth. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it, it was just kind of about getting that kind of frustration across in hopefully a kind of a catchy way. Mm -hmm. um, again, I probably have to apologize uh, to my mom again for this one, uh, for the for the language. But you should have just named I, the album "Sorry, Mom." Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. That's going to be the biography one oh, okay. day. Hopefully. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I just feel like you know, I don't, I don't use a lot of profanity in my in my songs. That's not that's not who I am as an artist. I don't I don't think I need to rely on those things. But I do think in certain situations they can be useful. You know, to get this point across where. I really do think, you know, that sometimes we're just being, you know, just it's just a lot of smoke and mirrors sometimes. Uh, tell me a little bit about your um, kind of musical uh, uh, history. When and where did you start playing music? How old were you? What instrument? Uh, what was the make and model of the instrument? Serial numbers? So, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me get out my receipts and check my ledger. Um, but, uh, man, I just, I kind of, I don't know, kind of have this imposter syndrome where I just don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm still trying to learn how to play the guitar and, and, and learn how to write music. And, and here I am, you know, two albums, I think it's 19 singles and a couple of EPs later, um, and, but I, 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 I grew up in the mountains, uh, near Boone in a little town, West Jefferson, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And, uh, bluegrass is a big thing. You know, we're proud of our music and, um, there's people at like places like Phipps store. I'd go out there and watch them, you know, pick around and, uh, played with some guys in high school, uh, just at some parties. I would sing while some people would play guitar and, uh, and, but nothing really serious until really after college. Um, uh, I, my first guitar, I think I, I, th I think it was the bass I got in like seventh grade. I went to a mission trip in Jamaica and, uh, saw a guy, uh, at one of those local churches up there in like the mountains of Jamaica play this killer bass. And I was like, I need to go home and I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
And I'm a big Paul McCartney fan, huge Beatles fanatic. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to get me a Beatle bass. Couldn't afford a Hofner. Um, and so is I think a Rosewood. Uh, and it's actually the bass that uh, is played on all these tracks. I oh, still good. have it and uh, still play it. But uh, yeah, I kind of picked in, you know, went to college. I, I took mountain music in high school. And then uh, teacher was the great Steve Lewis. Um, and I learned a lot from him. I wish I would have paid more attention, but, um, it is high school. So I cut myself a little slack there, but, uh, uh, after college, just kind of being, you know, struggling with really who I was, I wasn't a student anymore. I'd been a student, um, my whole life and now I'm not a student and, you know, trying to figure out really what I want to do. And I always loved to write. And, uh, and so I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, start picking up the guitar again. And, and I, and (laughs) I just could never play, uh, cover songs as good as, you know, the original artist could. And I was like, like, this sounds bad. Mm -hmm. And, and I was like, I'm going to have to write my own stuff if I'm ever going to want to, like, if everybody's going to want to hear me play (laughs) or I'm going to want to hear myself play. And so I started writing, uh, writing some songs and, um, and, and just kind of, you know, forming this kind of identity, uh, after college and, uh, and I gigged around Raleigh for a while, uh, uh, was actually, uh, signed by a little independent label out of Raleigh, um, and got up with a group of guys. We formed a band and gigged around for the better part of like two years around Raleigh and uh, uh, recorded some. Uh, I I wanted to do my own thing, so I eventually got out of the contract. And but me and the guys still gigged around. And then, of course, the pandemic happens, and uh, you know, life happens, and we all just kind of uh, eventually just it just wasn't working out and uh, things happen and uh, we're still very close. I talk to those guys almost every day and um, but you know, it just gives way for new things and all those experiences, everything I couldn't have wrote this album, made this album if I hadn't gone through, you know, each and every experience good and bad uh, that's been, you know, on my way. And yeah, so I've I've really been, you know, really been playing hard uh, for, I guess, almost six years now, I guess, something like that.
Telluride. Uh, so, and it's it's really neat. These songs they all kind of came um, in the order they appear on the album too. And um, so, if you go back to Happenstance, you know you have this story about you know some quirky boy meeting a banshee type of woman, you know, and and them kind of getting together. And then Newsflash is you know kind of them against the world uh in my eyes if you're going along on the story of the album and then telluride is this you know i've been in experiences and i've had relationships where you know they they serve a purpose but it in uh but they don't last you know and that's not always a bad thing it's just you know you have to recognize that there's different types of love beyond a soulmate type of love you know like uh, allowing it's like allowing myself to be accepting of love and allowing myself to be loved um if that makes any sense i i you know i i don't want to give my love out to just anyone you know uh and i'm not advising anybody to do that but when i do and it doesn't work out for whatever the reasons may be. And a lot of the times I am the reason, um, (laughs) you know, uh, that I just see that as an opportunity to grow and never as a waste of time or, um, and never try to waste anybody else's time, you know, just try not to be a jerk. And, but, you know, Telluride is kind of encompasses kind of all those emotions for me, I guess. Um, it's just, you know, it's tricky. It's and it and it's messy. It's a little messy, kind of, you know, how the feeling of the song. And um, but yeah, that's what kind of Telluride means to me. And it's it's funny though, this song, um, is kind of repurposed of an old song. I again, I sat there and found a drum track that I liked. Found another drum track, so I, I mashed those two together. And I had a song called King, a really old song. I wrote it probably like 2016, and um, and I was trying to play it to this drum track, and uh, I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be able to write," you know like all these new songs and get this done. Cause I'm kind of compulsive about it. Like once I sit down for a project, I want to just knock it out. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to get it. I want to get it out of me. And, uh, and so I, I couldn't, it wasn't working. And I am, I garage band is the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> I know nothing beyond the world of garage band when it comes to music in or you know, sound engineering or anything like that. And I'm no drummer. Um, I'm barely a guitar player and singer and I'm definitely no drummer. And so I couldn't really manipulate the drums to fit the song. And so I had to manipulate the song to fit the drums. And I did that. I started strumming a little bit faster, changing it up and slowly had a brand new song. And, uh, and that's Telluride. And uh, I, I just, I thought that was, as just, I mean, I kind of have to take a step back and just be like, that was, was pretty cool. I, yeah. uh, you know, and, uh, but I, I'm really proud of that one. I really like that one. I think that's my cousin Evan's favorite. Oh, <laughs> Actually, cool. shout out back to Evan. 
What's uh what's some of your favorite movies? Mm, my favorite movies. Yeah. Uh see, I really love um Dumb and Dumber has mm-hmm. to be up there. I'm a huge comedy fan. I love Dumb and Dumber. Probably my all-time favorite movie is Uncle Buck. Um, yeah, Uncle Buck or maybe like Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, I love uh, John Candy and especially John Candy and Steve Martin. Um, but yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think of uh, one that I saw recently that I really liked, but it's not coming to me. Love Batman. Love all the Batman movies. Kind of nerdy like that. Was got did a deep dive into the whole Star Wars, uh-huh. you know, content. But yeah, what do you think of the most recent Batman movie, The Batman? The Batman, uh-huh. I liked it. I I kind of I I'm just I I don't know. You put anybody in a Batman suit yeah, and yeah. put him on a theater screen, I'm kind of there for it. <laughs> um, I really like the penguin, you know, uh, Colin Farrell as the penguin was, was great. And, uh, I thought it was really funny. I think he had like one of the best car scene, uh, car scene chases or car chases in, uh, in a movie that, that I've ever seen or definitely in recent memory when they're on the freeway. And, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I actually, uh, uh, my, my degree, I went to NC State and uh, I majored in English with a concentration in film. Um, and so I've always, I've always loved movies. I've always, always thought I was going to make movies and oh, I yeah. ended up making music, but that's have you, uh, have you made any short films or uh, anything like that? Yeah. Um, I did a couple in college and uh, I get to do uh, some some uh video projects you know uh for myself every now and then i don't really have the equipment i was had access to when i was in college what Uh, about uh videos for your songs yeah yeah i try to um i try to when i can you know make some little clips myself Mm -hmm. and uh there's uh i think i did one for a song called dead man shake it was really rudimentary and it was in one of my old apartments in Raleigh and but yeah I love making you know home movies and uh music videos and stuff like that even if nobody else ever sees (laughs) (laughs) more from Landon Gray in just a few moments want to remind you that you can find all his music on Spotify and Apple Music and all over the internet just search Landon Gray or on TikTok or Instagram look for at Lando Gray Uh, I guess Landon Gray was taken. None of my business. Don't forget to subscribe to WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Also, you can find uh, everything you need to know at WNCOriginalMusic.com. The website looks terrible right now, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, And uh, it's the carrier's fault because they took out the template that I had for so long and loved. And now I'm just just all depressed about it. But uh, go there anyway. And also follow uh, WNC Original Music on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, I guess, and uh, wherever you want to. Just follow around town. Um, Clarifications and corrections from last week's episode with Kim Ware. Uh, Shakey's is a name that's commonly used uh, for dive bars uh, around. A lot of towns have them. You know, they all think they're the first, but they're not. Uh, so that's Shakey's. And then Shakey's is a muzzle that you use to 
uh, keep a horse from shaking its head a lot. Uh, so we were both right. This is Alicia Sharpo, and you are listening to WNC Original Music.
Yeah, why is one of the um, kind of the outlier of the album, I guess, a little bit. I was able yeah, to it did seem like find. That. Yeah, um, I was able to find uh, uh, a drum track again to fit uh, to to fit my original song, and I had recorded the song once more, once before, and and released it. Um, and it was just pretty much me and uh, an electric guitar. And uh, I think that was in like 2018, maybe. It's been a few years ago now. And uh, and I always heard, you know, this kind of arrangement in my head, but never had really the confidence or the experience to or the know-how to put it together. Um and and so luckily it fit and uh and so and and i could finally you know uh get out what i was had been hearing in my head for all these years when i listened to this song and uh but as far as the message for why uh again i think it's kind of on the nose a little bit um too but it it's not just another silly love song per se uh it sort of has this kind of haunting element intent to it. Um, sort of, you know, definitely a, a theme of the whole project. Uh, but I think I wanted to write a love song about, you know, a relationship once the rose tinted glasses comes off mm-hmm. uh, and you start to see things for what they are, which it's on, you know, by default, it sounds negative, but it doesn't have to be. It's just, you know, realizing what's around you. And, you know, and I would, in, but in those moments, I myself would ask myself, why, you know, why did I do X, Y, and Z? You know, is this really for me or was it for this other person, you know, and why were they doing X, Y, and Z? Uh, so it, it really parallels with happenstance in that way over anxiety and overthinking and just on the back, but just on the back end of the situation, you know, you have happenstance and then you have, you know, why once the dust is kind of starting to settle after this, you know, big kind of love affair and tell you ride. And then you get the why and kind of the, the sobering up a little bit, I guess you would say. And, um, and, and you know, I I myself have have, been, have ran myself into more than a few tizzies trying to get to the answer of why you know, mm. and multiple there tizzies. is <laughs> multiple tizzies. That's my and that's fear. my autobiography name. <laughs> and and you know, there's there's never you know one good answer, mm. uh, and you know, for me. I'm still, I mean, it's something that I've got to work on, you know, every day and I don't think I'll ever get to a place, but it's just, you know, it's trying to be more okay with that and, and more okay with not having all the answers right now and not getting, and sometimes not getting the answers that you want. Who are some uh, bands or musicians that you, whether it's local or national that you wish people listen to more? Oh, the first one that comes to mind is, um, my dear friends, uh, my mentors, uh, 
who I owe a lot of my early gigs to is who I are. Um, they are a band out of Raleigh, North Carolina. And yeah, yeah, and they are great. I, I love their music. I think they have, I think they came out with a new, a new album, um, not too long ago and it's so good. Uh, all their, all their stuff is so good. And if you ever get a chance, whoever's out there listening, go look them up and, check out their shows too. They, they play a ton of shows. They're always gigging. Um, I think you can find them on Instagram, but, uh, another, another group, uh, or another person, uh, who I would, uh, who I can't not mention is, uh, my good friend, Andy Guy. He is a, uh, local musician here in Charlotte. Uh, he has, he's one of the you know, most talented lyricist that I've ever met. Um, uh, he's a great songwriter, great musician, great guitar player. He actually um, was nice enough to play on uh, my project called uh, Flowers. Uh, he did. Uh, he has. He actually has a little podcast, and um, and I was on it, and we decided instead of kind of the standard inter- interview, we would just play a show and record it and uh we re- and i released it as a album oh cool and uh yeah and uh and y'all and whoever if y'all are interested you should definitely check it out it it's really it's really good and you can release uh, this as an album if you want to it won't it won't run. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and i'm proud of what about what if there was an album that was just like the songs and then the pocket huh See, I think there's something to that, and because I mean, it's hard enough to get people to go check out the podcast or go check out the album, but if you have everything yeah. together, oh, oh man! I mean, it's basically what I have on the podcast, and it's just you get yeah. music for free. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that's great, yeah. and um, hopefully, I'm making. Hopefully, I'll make sense <laughs> explaining yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. It's not some just word salad, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, but some of the other kind of artists, I mean, around here, you really don't have to say it, but the Avid Brothers, I love the Avid Brothers. Um, uh, there's Camp. Um, they're one of my uh, more newer uh, favorite bands. Um, they're, I think, slow. They're getting big now. I'm sure people are probably familiar with them now. And um Lord Heron. I don't run into many Lord Heron fans, but I, I would, I would love to, <laughs> I love them. And I, I kick myself. I had a chance to go see them in Raleigh and, uh, and wasn't able to make it or something, you know, and then the world shuts down and, you know, things happen, but, uh, hopefully I'll get to see them, uh, one of their live shows. That would be, that would be great.
Um, so Limelight is probably like one of these songs that um, it's probably Limelight is a song that I think I've been trying to write or been want been wanting to write ever since I could you know ever since I picked up a guitar and a microphone and started writing and um, you know it's don't tell the other ones but it, this one might be my favorite because mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it's just um, it's just about you know it's I, it just summarizes the whole project to me and summarizes this whole feeling of coming into your own of of finding finding yourself and or more more or less the realization that that finding yourself takes a lifetime you know it's it's not one of these just uh we wake up and you have in it and it's there type of things and you know the the main kind of chorus the kind of the main little tagline of of limelight you know is uh is if you're running away, how can you play or how can you stay in the spotlight? And, um, and it's just kind of like a message that's, you know, if you're, if you're constantly running, if you're, if you're constantly, you know, uh, running away from who you actually are in search of trying to find somebody who you think you might be, you know, you're missing it. You're missing everything. Um, it's kind of like, you know, John Lennon's quote that life is what happens, life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. And it's kind of the same message in a way that, you know, in the next line is um, when you're coming and going, you'll get no relief in the afterlife. Just meaning that I think the payoff after what all of this is, what life is, what we're, what I'm doing, you know, is, only beneficial if I'm making a difference, you know, to the little eco ecosystems and the worlds around me. And that if I'm constantly worried about, you know, the comings and goings of, of everything else, of everybody else, of me, you know, then I'm missing of what's happening just in front of my face. And, you know, I think it's funny that, that, that's what the song ended up being about, um, you know, af after writing all these in order and you get to this place of like, ah, oh, it, this is kind of, this kind of makes sense. This is a really cool little capstone to this project. Cause I had every intentions of not stopping and, you know, but here it was this, this song about finally coming into my own, but with the realization and the gratitude for the experiences, you know, again, both good and bad that have gotten me here. And, you know, I, I think that that's kind of what the, the message is for the whole album. And it's just about kind of that acceptance and the, the, you know, ever march on, you know, into, into the good night you know, <laughs> type of thing. I've heard this song a lot on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I've tried to blast it out there. Yeah. Um I've had some some luck with it. I'm I'm just hoping that, you know, I for me, 
it's it's even amazing for me uh, from my journey and my experiences that I'm I'm talking to you on this podcast. I mm. because I didn't really set out for to you know to do anything. I mean, it's not for the fame or the or the recognition uh, or you know any you know kind of pats on the back that I get by doing this or the views or the clicks or the likes. It's just about I th- trying to get it, get this, get my work, um, these songs in front of people that need a little inspiration, mm-hmm. that that sometimes that they need to hear something from somebody who might not know exactly what they're doing okay. and kind of pulling it off maybe <laughs> um, and and being like, well, if he can do that, then then I can do you know, my thing, I can go out there and shoot for the moon. If this guy can make an album in, you know, in his living room or wherever and, Mm. you know, kind of patch this thing together, then maybe I can do it. And early on, I set out that it's like, if I could just, you know, be that person for one other person, you know, that's, that's, you know, mission accomplished. And with TikTok, I think it's just so easy and so kind of accessible. There's, a lot of things of social media that I despise and mm-hmm. I think that will probably be the downfall of us all. But <laughs> there are some there are some good things, you know, and undeniable, undeniably good things about yeah, it. And, I mean, every every part of the Internet is good, ha- has the potential to be good if you, you know, if you use it that way, you know, just like anything. Yeah. So, just like uh, anything. you know, if you're if you're sitting there complaining about how bad the Internet is that means you're going to the bad places on the internet, you know, cause there's, yeah, there's the complete works of Shakespeare. There's, you know, all the Beatles songs, there's, yeah. you know, um, reviews and stories about every book ever written. You know, there's, there's like, there's like channels devoted to, they play, you know, Christmas records. Yeah. Just yeah. spinning, you know, yeah, exactly. hours a day. Like yeah. it's, it's not. All so, bad. yeah. So if you, if you don't like the internet, it's cause you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I agree in that, you know, that in like, like you said, like anything, it is what you put into it and what you take out of it too. And, and, you know, I've, I've really, you know, tried to put, you know, some focus into trying to, you know, slowly build maybe a little community online, you know, where people can hear my music and, um, and I can just, I just have a little outlet you know, where it, where it kind of goes. Yeah. Yeah. Into the ether. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what kind of books do you like to read? Um, I'm really into, um, uh, horror. Uh, I, I love horror books. I love, um, uh, Stephen King is, is my favorite, uh, probably my favorite author, him and William Faulkner, Mm -hmm. uh, to dust off an oldie, uh, I love Faulkner stuff. I'm really a big fan of, um, you know, like short fiction mm-hmm. too. Uh, Ron Rash is a great, uh, one of my favorite authors. He has a great book. It's uh, Nothing Gold Can Stay. Uh, I think he's a professor at Western North Carolina, I believe. Um, but he's a, he's got a great book. Um, Robert Browning, I love reading poetry. Uh, he has some great, great poetry. Uh, but yeah, uh, probably Stephen King and Faulkner are yeah. probably going to be the ones that I'm, I'm reading. I like Stephen King and I especially like his non-horror stuff. 
Um, <clears throat> you know, his, uh, what was the, uh, what was the book of, it's like four short novellas, different seasons, not different seasons. No, oh, oh different seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh-huh. one? One had yeah the, it's so. the one that had the Shawshank redemption in it. Cause that's one of my favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, the, the name is, is not coming to me, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, and there's one that's not really, it's not really horror really per se, I guess, but, um, I think it's like Buick eight or something Buick eight about like a time traveling or mm-hmm. interdimensional portal yeah. in like a fifties Buick or something. Right, right. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do you have a musical impression? A musical impression, like somebody I can, uh, impersonate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh um I can kind of do a uh uh an Elvis. Oh, I, yeah? It's funny. Yeah, it's and it's kind of timely now, I guess. It wasn't cool really up yeah. until this past year. But as a kid, I would actually um put on these neighborhood shows. I would get the uh neighbors kids to be like the Jordan Airs or you oh, know cool. the 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 band mm-hmm. and they'd be my backup dancers and I would be Elvis and we'd have the boom box and we put on these little shows for the neighborhood and uh but let's see if I can if it'll if it'll come to me yeah. if I can if channel you can, him. If you can yeah if you can call him up. He's in, he's in the room uh, uh thank you thank you for having me. Uh this is uh, this is Elvis Presley and uh that's all right. That's all right little mama. That's all right. <laughs> that's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's something at least. It's yeah, something. that was good. I thought you were gonna <laughs> sing. Do you do him singing too? Yeah, um, and do uh, well, that's all right, no mama. That's all right to you. That's all right, no mama. It's just any way you do. Well, that's all right. Hey, that's very good. <laughs> it's like that. That's the first something Elvis like impression that. I've had on. Oh. Good job. I'm honored. I'm honored. Hope I did him justice. <laughs> Leave a comment down below. And right, my right, right. Impression. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? I guess I can just kind of, just kind of um, to sum everything up, I would just say, you know, from personal experience that I wish I would have loved myself a little bit more, a little bit harder through some of those more rougher experiences instead of beating myself up about it and um, about nothing I could do, you know, about it then. it's What's done is done. And, you know, I if, if there's anything to take away from any of my music or this, this album, this project in particular, it's the not beat yourself up about you know the the little things in the past um big or small and to just move forward and um you know finding that little place of contentment even if it's a brief one um and and it's just on to the next and but yeah just uh just uh for me and you both uh let's just love ourselves a little bit more all right, so cool. That's good. All right. Hey, I really like that last little bit that Landon said, uh, especially because we were pretty much finished and uh, I was already getting ready to hang up and everything. And I just uh, asked him 
if there was anything else left to say and he said that really cool thing i thought anyway uh make sure to look for landon on all of the streaming services landon gray he's got a couple of eps out and i believe 19 singles um and then look for him on instagram and tiktok if you haven't subscribed to the podcast by now i mean i don't know what to tell you it's out there wnc original music uh, it's on all the streaming platforms uh, you should probably subscribe on several platforms because you never know which one you have on which device you know it's all very complicated just subscribe everywhere you can uh, it should be a list in the show notes or just you know just google wnc original music how many platforms can i subscribe on that's the best thing you can do Hey, you might have heard Landon mention uh, earlier in the episode that one of the bands he recommends is the band Who I Are from Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, through the magic of technology, meaning email, uh, I actually have a Who I Are track for the closing song this week. Who I Are are a psychedelic funk, soul, and rock band out of Raleigh, North Carolina, and their latest release is Paradox. It was mixed and mastered by Dwarf Star Studios in Carborough. Here is Who I Are. Have a good week. That's my condom and that's my gun. I told him I know. That's my business. Forgive my sins. Fuck your feelings. I told him I know. That's my car. That's my condom and that's my gun. I told him I know. That's my business. Forgive my sins. Fuck your feelings. In the pockets of gold pack, status of smash is adequate with the magnum attached with an average woman to slather in my junk with a pattern hot and heavy and ask them if I'm ready. Ironically, when she wants it, I'm gonna blow back south. So, who am I to deprive the barrel in the mouth and the sister with the proper suicide? I told him I So, give me the kitty, I'm lady with a shady grinning and blinky. And I call her the same name as Disney. Sick me with a woman that gives me, gives me, but the freedom I need just to believe, succeed. I'm gonna need to believe myself with a shell on my feet. I told him That's my car, that's my condom, and that's my gun. I told him that's my business, forgive my sins, fuck your feelings. That's my car, that's my condom, and that's my gun. That's my business, forgive my sins, fuck your feelings.
that's my car, that's my condom, and that's my gun. Go to Magnum. That's my business, forgive my sins, fuck your feelings. That's my car, that's my condom, and that's my gun. Go to that's my business, forgive my sins, fuck your feelings. Good start.